When did Riverfest start? I think that it started in 1987. Okay. We needed Dr. Lamer here to tell us that. But yeah. I think it started in 1987, but it was Labor Day. Oh. And they brought in a like a like a gypsy troupe to entertain. Really? Yes, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and the, <laughs> that year, the only little trail they had, they had sort of bushwhacked from where River Reach Terrace is up the trail just a little ways. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a finished trail. There were no plazas or anything. Yeah. And um, and then the following year, they moved it to um, to Memorial Day weekend because because the rafting and the water on the river. Okay. And uh, it's been going ever since, every year, except for 2020 and 2021. Riverfest is a massive event that takes place in Farmington every year over the Memorial Day weekend. The event stretches from Bird Park to Animus Park and attracts area residents, visitors from the surrounding area, and people from out of state. The state of New Mexico considers it an event crucial to the well-being of tourism for the state. It's kind of a big deal. Last year I interviewed Debbie Brath and Cody Dudgeon about the 2022 event, which brought Riverfest back after a two-year hiatus after being shut down during the 2020 and 2021 lockdowns. It was such a great interview that we had to break it into two separate episodes. The River Reach Foundation and the Riverfest Planning Committee are hard at work nailing down the final details of the 2023 event. Because everyone is so busy, including myself, I decided to dust off last year's episode, pull some clips from it, and run it again this year. The weather's getting warmer. It's time to unpack your summer clothes, put on your shorts, sandals, and sun visors, and get the lawn chairs out of the garage. Memorial Day weekend will be here in a few short weeks. Then sit back and relax as we remind you about one of the area's most amazing summer kickoff events. Want to see how it goes? Come along for the ride in Ken's Think Tank. Ken's Think Tank is made possible by the following sponsors. Ken Collins Marketing. It's simple. We help small business owners get more customers. Are you tired of the same old boring merchandise? Do you want to add some flair to your life? Introducing Ken's Treasure Chest. We offer a wide variety of unique and high quality consumer products from t-shirts to puzzles, phone cases to metal posters. Visit kenstreasurechest.com today and add some treasure to your life. Show our sponsors some love. If you're watching the video, show us some love by smashing the like button. And remember, the views and opinions expressed on Ken's Think Tank do not necessarily reflect those of our sponsors. This year I am doing a river raft parade. Um, the River Raft Parade is a costume contest that we're going to float from Animus Park, uh, which is right there by the Animal Shelter, down to the Miller Street Bridge. Those uh, particular, that particular float is only about a mile and a half about, and uh, we're trying to get the community to come out, anybody that's a river rafter or stand-up paddleboarder, kayaker, etc., to come out, wear a costume, have some fun, and uh, just get out on the river. That event is on Sunday at 11 a.m. And then I also have a group of National Honor Society kids that I work with because I'm also a teacher that they put on a uh, recycled fashion show. 
Um, there are many other events out there, including the wiener dog race. Debbie, how many years has that been going on? Oh, I don't know. I would say probably around 15 years. Um, and the wiener dog race is, is if if people are out there and have wiener dogs, they, sh- they should uh, get their dogs entered into that because it doesn't take any skill. Uh, in fact, most of the wiener dogs don't have a clue what they're out there for. <laughs> right. They put them in boxes, right. they open the gates, and the, do- the owners at the other end of the finish line uh, patting the ground and waving their favorite toy, and the idea is for the dog to run across to their owner. But usually what they do is they chase each other, uh, <laughs> they stop and pee, they, they do other things, and it's quite a crowd pleaser. Yeah, it's and, pretty hilarious. Yeah, it is fun. and, and uh, they have wiener dog merchandise for sale as well, so it's uh, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, th- and that's our start off event in the in the morning on Saturday morning. It starts at eleven, so people are going to register their dogs. That starts at nine thirty, and um, it's just a lot of fun. And then um, actually before the event even starts, we have some some uh, what would you call it? Maybe physical fitness items. We have um, the. Farmington Rec Center has a, a race every year. It's like a 10K, 5K, two-mile fun run. Okay. And um, people would register at the Farmington Rec Center for that. They start at 8 o'clock. And at 9 o'clock, there's a yoga session uh, near the little pavilion that blew a gazebo. And uh, so any of the information on any of these events, you can get on our website, which is riverfestnewmexico.com. And it's yeah. got tabs for every one of these events. Um Cody was talking about, uh, you know, Sunday events as well. Uh, Saturday, um, we have Joe Tohani and Junior and the White Mountain Apache uh, Crown Dancers. And that's that's usually our biggest crowd draw. Uh, draws in probably, well, I would guess, maybe thousands of people. Really? Yeah. And that's at the Little Pavilion and uh, where, where the music takes place uh, at Berg Park. And, and then on Sunday... Uh, the One Nation Gourd, Gourd Dance Club, I want to get their name right, um, sponsors a Gourd Dance at the Veterans Memorial Plaza. Right. And that goes on all day Sunday. Um, and like Cody mentioned, there's music at, at both Rocky Reach Terrace, which is down by the rapids, or Rocky Reach Landing, and River Reach Terrace, which is what most people call Burke Park. Right. So there's going to be all kinds of stuff going on. Arts and crafts vending vendors uh, other kinds of vendors yeah it's a huge event there's a lot of stuff going on at that thing yeah for days and you know cody cody hasn't mentioned uh really one of the most fun things is to go rafting cody might know something about that i mean it's a whole celebration on the river yep it's all about the river of the river and for the river yeah and so the uh the rafting is being done by the desert river guides raft company cody you own with your wife you own Desert River Guides. And so we will be offering $20 person raft rides for all ages, any age group. And we're going to have a pop-up and a table set up right there at the put-in. The put-in is by the animal shelter, um, well, just below the animal shelter at the river. And so we'll have our little uh, setup there at the river. And we'll be going down about once every hour. Um, doing our best to make as many laps as possible and so we'll have people just meet us right there and we'll get them their life jackets and a paddle and a raft to sit on and take them downstream it's a it's a real fun class two 
to class low class three run that's right. really family friendly we can take kids as uh, small as 35 pounds usually about five years of age um, and all the way to your great-grandma if she wants to go yeah and I mean there is a there is a, a, a rapids a rapids section that's that's been installed in a portion of that right that that um, there are different ways to navigate so you can kind of navigate it um, cool and easy or you can make it a little bit more exciting if you know yeah absolutely there's uh, that rapid was actually paid for and made uh, what, about 15 or so years ago Debbie about 20 20 now and uh, the River Reach Foundation was directly involved with replacing that it had been a well actually it was directly involved with getting it put there in the first place right and then it periodically it has been um, repaired because the, the water undercuts it right and the river reach is usually a driving force in, yeah. in, in making sure that gets done yeah and so some of those funds that we make off of uh, doing river fest go to maintaining the river protecting it enhancing it where it needs to be enhanced and restoring it when absolutely possible. That rapid is really a lot of fun. It's a couple of big splashes, and then yeah. there's several more little splashy waves down lower that uh, have been recently put together as fish weirs that are they're really fun too. So it's about a 45 minute trip on the water, and it's just a great time. A couple events that that I didn't mention before. There's a there's uh, disc golf going on. Yeah. You can check the tab for information on that. And then on Sunday morning, there's just a fun dog walk called Roverfest. Um, so, there's all kinds of other little little events that yeah. take place. We've we've got music set up, and that of course is always um, <laughs> it's always subject to change <laughs> at the last minute or, or whatever. But we have a lot of the a lot of the popular groups. Um, from the area. The groundwater that, f that flows in New Mexico, most of it flows through here? 65%. 65%, okay. Of all groundwater in New Mexico. Of, for the entire state? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the San Juan is actually one of the larger tributaries to the Colorado River. Right. Um, it flows through here. Um, the Animas River, of course, is a tributary to the San Juan. And the San Juan flows out to uh, Utah and then sort of zigzags its way along the Utah-Arizona border until it reaches Lake Powell. Right. Um, where it dumps a, one of the largest sediment loads of the Colorado River as well right there into the lake. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. We're so dependent in this area on, on that water flow. I mean, that's where we get our water. We don't get rainfall. We get it from the river. Right, and that's all coming from the snowpack out of right. the southern San Juans. Right, so so both the Animus and the San Juan, um, we kind of rely on that. Well, and, and switching gears a little bit from Riverfest to just outdoor recreation, Yeah, um, that's one of the advantages Cody's company has over, say, Durango. Um, w when the water lowers on the Animus as summer comes in, right. um, there's still water on the San Juan. Yeah. They have to keep the... the they have to let water out of the dam right. to keep fish habitat. And so there's a, an opportunity to raft all summer long. Yeah. Uh, and into the fall here because we have both the Animus and the San Juan. Right. 
Yeah, the uh, the minimum flows on the San Juan River below the confluence with the Animas is 500 cubic feet per second, which isn't a whole lot of water, but it's enough to float on top of. And sure. they're protecting a fish called the Razorback Sucker. Yeah. And it has it has a natural habitat between the confluence all the way down into Lake Powell, actually. Yeah, so, I got to be there once um, when they were releasing releasing them into the river and uh, that was really neat there's there's usually like an arts and crafts area okay uh, we get sponsors uh, initially the river reach used to pay for all the materials and in the last couple of years we've been able to get sponsors that uh, cover those expenses so kids do arts and crafts there's no charge for them on that it's just for fun right then there's you know there's vendors that do things that kids like like especially face painters yeah and balloon animals and things like that but then there's um, some ad adult only type of things and in, in by way of like a beer tent and yep um, uh, wine yeah Clancy's wine? does beer and wine okay and at both at both venues we started that some years back we started at just rocky reach landing and we, we expanded it okay um, and so it's at both ends now so they they just have a you know they're lined up there with the food trucks yeah and uh but they're near the music in both cases so you can if you're if you're 21 and you're so inclined you can go have a beer and sit down yeah. and listen to music and there are a lot of food trucks yeah yeah because this is i mean this is a pretty large task to put this event together mm -hmm. um all all the board members are involved mm -hmm. in one way or another and then so how many board members are there? we have 15 board members okay what we have is with what are called executive directors so um i have an executive director that's over me and she takes care of or she's uh, responsible for checking up on all the vending. I'm a director of arts and crafts, so I'm putting together the arts and crafts uh, show, which is at River Reach Terrace. So basically, I just report to her and tell her, you know, I have this many vendors set up already. If I have any issues, I would let her know, etc. And then that way, when we used to have River Reach, uh, River Fest organizing committee meetings, there'd be like 30 people in the room. And let me tell you, it was chaos. Yeah. You know, you had all these sidebar conversations right. going. So this way we have, I think it's eight people, eight or nine people that meet on a regular basis. And then I, you know, like I report to, to my executive director. Right. And um, Deanne Waters is in charge of vendors and so she reports the same executive director I do etc right. and so that I think that'll work out a lot better and then and then you you've got an army of of troops you've got an army of volunteers as yep. well yep that, uh, Chris Troyer is in charge of our, our securing our volunteers um, Cody's been well I'll let Cody talk about his volunteers in a minute but um, we have a we've we've got a new um, app that we're using for volunteer management and people can just sign up they can and now the with the new app they can sign up for when they want to work and where they want to work before right. before you just sort of signed up and then Chris would get hold of you sure but uh, Cody's been instrumental because he's the National Honor Society uh, sponsor at Pedro Vista he gets us uh, kids they are phenomenal yeah. they are such a great asset yeah. They do such hard work. Yeah, the, those kids are just looking for fun stuff to do and are really community involved. The cool thing about being a teacher is getting to work with those motivated and, and really 
go-getter type of kids and yeah. that's part of why I chose to be the the sponsor advisor for National Honor Society because those are the kids that want to go out and get some stuff done and, and find ways to benefit their community right you know we have kids that are sophomores juniors and seniors and they just want to get out there and help and they're they're driven and dedicated to what they do and, and they're responsible and, and on time which is I mean, we get a lot of adult volunteers that don't show up for a shift. Whereas, <laughs> Can I also add they're enthusiastic and energetic? That right? is also <laughs> true, yeah. yeah. And so it's it's just really cool to work with that group of kids and, and also other kids throughout the high school. I don't just limit the volunteer opportunities to those Honor Society kids. Of course, I make it known to all of my students that I work with at, at PV that this is available. And the ones that sign up are typically really good, hardworking kids. Yeah, that's awesome. So we have... We we have, I think, any time, maybe between 150 and 250 volunteers yeah. that work various shifts. Because you need that many. Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. the whole point. It's an army I th- I, of people. I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have information booths, and we're this year we're going to have merchandising booths, and parking. Parking. Right. Booths. And and uh, in the past, uh, we've relied heavily on our local ROTCs for parking because that's what they do. They know how to do that. Sure. And um, we've used Shiprock and Piedra Vista and Farmington High School okay. ROTCs over the years. Yeah. And they do a great job too. Man, what a great event we've been putting on for, like you said, close to 25 years 30, now. 35 years. 35 34, years. 34, I think, is, is, is what is, the is decision's what been made. Account. Okay, yes. all right. Wow. And, and it's it, it couldn't be done without the community turnout because... We, we couldn't make something like this happen without people wanting to be here. Yeah. And so bringing Farmington together and then bringing the rest of the community of New Mexico and Southwest Colorado and right. Utah and Arizona, we get people from all over the four corners. And sometimes people just traveling through run into this amazing event and then yeah. they decide to come back or stay in Farmington for a little bit longer. and. That's what it's all about, is bringing your family out, getting something to do that you can have a lot of fun and be outdoors. Right. And so we like to celebrate our rivers because that's what rivers are great for, is getting people outdoors. Yeah. You know, the ride that that, uh, that I took with you um, on, on our episode, uh, there was a family who was doing just, just that, right? They, they uh, were here for a different reason and then discovered the rivers and and what i can take a raft on the river and uh and they did it and they were they they absolutely loved it it was like this amazing experience and they will they want to come back i I, there's one thing i want to add that i think we didn't mention okay and that is the city of farmington the parks department the city of farmington in general and the and the parks department they are they are phenomenal to work with and and yeah. we don't do this event uh by ourselves you know right. the 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 parks department does an, a massive amount of work and they are just so great to work with and I, again i've worked with them for like 20 years now and um they're always just they're, they're lifesavers and yeah yeah our yeah. parks department is phenomenal period but but uh specifically with with Riverfest. Right. Uh, we couldn't do it without them. 
yeah, they've got a real a bunch of really good troops over there, yep. and they they know what they're doing. <laughs> they just they know what they're and doing, they, so. and they enjoy doing it. You know, yeah. they don't. It's not like um, oh God, it's Riverfest again. Right. It's like you know, yeah. they're enthusiastic about it. Right. And they have ideas. You know, like if you got oh, we've got this problem. Well, what about this? Right. And you know, the city of Farmington steps up in a lot of ways. Uh, parking is an issue. We have remote parking out at Gateway Museum, and the Red Apple Transit will bring people down right. here. They don't charge the people. They don't charge us. Right. The city of Farmington stepped up and said, hey, this is an issue. Yeah. We, let's help you out. They also transport people. Well, I think, actually, I think we get a, a medical van from the hospital that we, we transport people, like, from here to the other side that right. maybe can't walk all the way. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I mean, it's a really pretty walk, but it's it's, it's a long a walk. walk, you yeah. know. And so. for, for, for older people or people with disabilities, it's, um, it's yeah. not... Our river trails are not particularly friendly. Yeah, know, it so. could prevent somebody yeah. from going to the other side of that thing. But if you can, if you can just park here, you know, and do the things that are here, and then get a ride over to the other side and do all the things that are on the other well, side and, as well. And, and when you get to the other side, we have the Antique Tractor Association, right. which basically is like a hayride. Yeah, they'll take you from the parking lot uh, down to Rocky Ridge Landing, so right. that you know you can. I know one time I was so tired. And I was parked over there, and I'd walked across and back and forth and back and forth. And I saw that I saw that tractor, and I was like, "Oh God, thank you, thank you! <laughs> you can take me the last quarter mile." So, yeah, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was really good. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of. You know, we're hoping. I don't know if we will, but we're hoping, like with our Rover Fest event, to be able to involve the animal shelter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Well, it's back, everybody. Riverfest. So RiverfestNewMexico.com. Yeah. yeah. And, and if anybody has any questions about any of the events or how do I get to be a vendor or how could I yeah. get my food truck in there or whatever, all the contact information is at the website. Yeah. Um, particularly at the end of the website where it says where there's a vendor tab. Right. Sponsorship. If, if, you know, if you're a company like Ken Collins Advertising, right. you know, um, if you're a company and would like to be a sponsor, right. um, we have opportunities. We'll take your money. Yeah. And <laughs> we'll put your name all over and, everything and saying, you know, this, these people help bring, because um, we don't have, we, we rely on our sponsors. Yeah. It's the sponsors that make the events possible. Ma yeah, make yeah. the event possible. And then the event makes Generates um, so many too. other things that you guys do that the River Reach Foundation does in and around the rivers and for the rivers. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, you'll take their money, but you'll put it to a really yeah. great well, yeah, cause. It's not like so. we're going to Acapulco or anything. <laughs> All the money that we raise We goes, travel the rural looking at other people's rivers. Yeah. yeah, no, we don't do that. It all goes into projects uh, here. So yeah, it, yeah. That's, that's it all stays in the local community to yeah. benefit the community. And there's been a lot of development. I mean, a lot of development. I grew up um, just right up here, and uh, I used to come down here. I, I loved it. I there was nothing. There was nothing. There was nobody, and I was an introvert, so I could go down here and get away from people. It, but it was just trees. There was no development. It was just trees and like game trails mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, man, and now since I've come back and I'm an adult and everything, we. You know, my girlfriend and I, we would come down here and walk the trails and you could take multiple different paths and and uh, bridges and get to the other side of the river, which wasn't an option yeah, when I was yeah. a kid, you know. And that was how getting your feet wet. I know. And so, Slipping on the stones. Just so much development, but parks, 
um, springing up and, and, and river access, you know, and just just the whole thing. So there's so many things that has been going on, but besides just cleanup efforts, and it just goes on and on and on. Ken's Think Tank is made possible with help from these fine sponsors. Basin Home Health and Hospice, keeping you healthy, happy, and home since 1992. Durango Joe's, with a smile, a warm greeting, and a great cup of coffee. Farmington RV Sales and Service, serving the Four Corners since 1959. I know who you are. I know what you want. If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. Ken Collins Marketing. 